0: hi and one point nine megahertz of life Right, we have of course uh, been following the story very very closely around the United Nations the United Nations women uh, the the disgrace that uh, I believe that they are for not calling out the sexual assault and the horrific scenes that we saw playing out on October the 7th and how do we hold them accountable? Well a campaign has developed and that is Me Too Unless You're a Jew. Uh, I started seeing Around and I thought, wow, this is, it's very, very powerful and it certainly has gathered momentum. Adi Lavi is a social entrepreneur and uh, we wanted to chat about this. Good morning. How are you doing?
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me.
0: So, uh, it's, it's, the, the strength of the campaign is that it's easily understood the minute you look at it. Me too. Unless you're a Jew, but obviously the need to launch such a campaign is where the real story lies isn't it
1: yes that that's very true um so we we launched this campaign it was launched by Danielle ofek um, Israeli who now lives in, in the United states and and we saw um, a, group of, a group of us we just saw the silence of um, of UN women but also other uh, leading women's or women's rights organization and we thought you know those barbaric attacks happened on Israel on October 7th and nothing nothing came out of, of those organizations, not even condemning the the attacks um, not even a support for the victims and we saw this and we said we have to say something we have to be the voice of these women if we really want to make a change in the way that, um, these Israelis, Israeli women are treated.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the frustration, and certainly I spoke to many, uh, gender experts in Israel, women's groups, uh, over the last couple of weeks. The sense of betrayal from sister organizations has been, and abandonment has been absolutely profound. Where, where do you see the biggest culprit? In all of this.
1: I think the, the biggest corporate, uh, corporate here is, is UN Women because UN Women is, um, supposed to be unbiased. They're, they're a champion according to the words, a champion of, of promoting women equality. Um, and also this is in their, um, mission statement. Mm-hmm. And mm. when they're looking at this and, and this is an issue for them, it's not something that they see, um, that they need to, to take a stand automatically and just be for women and against rape in general so that's that's very disappointing and more than that it's n- not even so much of let's say what we would like to promote it it's very clear that sexual violence is a war crime so again there shouldn't be any any um issue or situation where where uh, an, an entity like yeah, UN Women is not condemning this. Mm,
0: mm. Why do you think this is? Do you think it is the fact that UN Women is an anti-Semitic body? Or is it about fear of who, of, of repercussions and consequences that they as an organization might face?
1: So at the beginning, we, we maybe, um, might have thought that, um, it's taking them time to, to see what's really is going on. But then, and then, um, act. But, but now I can tell you that after, um, I think 55 days already is that not only that they did not say anything besides after 50 days, but they just mentioned that they were alarmed. I know for a fact, um, that the Israeli, um, foreign ministry sent UN women Multiple evidence to show the sexual sexual violence that went on 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 October seventh, and and the fact that um, they've decided not to condemn or or to act on this and and even call for an investigation, which we actually saw yesterday after mm, the mm. the um, public protest that the the secretary secretary um, general decided that there should be an investigation. So I do have to say that this is because of anti-Semitism. Because why would there, why would again this be an issue if not because of that?
0: And the other aspect of course is that the very nature of sexual assault on, on women often is behind closed doors, often is in private, and very, very difficult for women to show unequivocal proof. Here we have a vast amount of, of proof, unfortunately. And yet, when it comes to the hashtag MeToo movement, the whole idea is believe women. And, And and that is in cases where it is very very was very very difficult where the uh, you know the 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 differential power differential let's say in Hollywood or whatever wherever it was happens behind closed doors. Here it happened very much in the open, and yet there we believe women, and here well we have to find out what really happened. Uh, It's 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 astounding. It's an incredible betrayal.
1: Right, I I I agree with you. I think I think the. The, this the hesitation that you and women and together with other leading um, women 's rights organizations it's just like normally when somebody um, says that she she's a victim of rape they automatically believe the victim and i mm. think mm-hmm. uh, as should and then they start to ask to ask questions and clearly we don 't see this happening here there's first um, hesitation and, and a doubt and even even after that when Israel, uh, showed multiple evidence that was even gopro by, by the, um, um, terrorists of, of Hamas being proud of what they've done. Even with all of that, um, that we have at the open, um, there is still a lot of, of doubt and hesitation. And why is when it comes to Jewish women, they don't believe, um, the victim of rape. Um, but in other situation, there is, and automatic belief.
0: Mm, mm. What happens after this? Because the the there is no doubt that there's been a significant shift around credibility from UNRWA, from U, uh, UN Women, UN itself. How does uh, how, how how do they? Uh, emerge from this uh, now that, in fact, and I would add the Red Cross to that as well is it's very, very hard to see them as neutral in this conflict Uh, especially when we're seeing reports of hostages being held by doctors uh, from UNRWA there's so much that, that we are seeing how does the UN and all of the affiliated bodies recover? Can they recover?
1: I think it's also a question do they wanna recover um mm, and, and this is what we're tra- yeah. what we're trying to to do through the campaign is um just like we, we all grew up on on um on the the slogans um never again
0: absolutely and i
1: think one one of the one of the the things for us as somebody who lives in israel is that never again is now. Right. And we have to act now if we really want to see a change. And one of the things that we're trying to do at the campaign, the campaign is, besides of course, to create awareness and justice for these women and and for the entire citizens of Israel or for or the entire um, victims of, of the massacre on uh, October seventh, not just women and girls, um, which eighty four were 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 um, kidnapped women mm-hmm. and girls, mm-hmm. and and of course bring them back together with the men. But I think it's to hold them accountable is to say two things. First of all, we will not stay silent when you when you continue to do this. And the second is second thing is we want to make sure that the partners and the, the government who are, who are funding these these organizations know that their money is not going to what they're stating that they're doing.
0: Mm. And I see that Germany has stopped all funding. Germany has frozen aid for UNRWA operations in Gaza amid an internal review. So they've looked at this very, very closely, Germany, and they've actually stopped the funding because they it, it's become very, very clear what is is happening there. Uh, are you are you reasonably comfortable before I let you go with the uh, the fact that the attack on women on October October the seventh is starting to become more accepted. Uh, is the campaign working, uh, or uh, is is it is it still a very frustrating place to be?
1: I think that we're we're starting to see the impact. That's that's for sure. But we're definitely still in the process of of creating this change. So it's just we've started to take a few steps, and we we're hoping we have other things that we're we want to do to really um, uh, create this change and. And, and see, see a, a difference. Um so that's why I would like to call everybody who's hearing this to join us, um sign our petition. But more than just, just to be, be the voice of, of these women and, and help us to, to get to achieve our target where Israeli mm-hmm. women are. Yes.
0: If I can ask you to send Harry, our producer, the petition so that we can share it with uh, with our listeners and that we can get as much support uh, for this critical cause as possible. That's where we leave it. It is about to go 7.30. Adi Lavi, a social entrepreneur uh, leading the strategy of a Me Too, Unless You're a Jew campaign.